Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special introductory episode, mini-sode, of Agents of Farsight. Uh, this is the first of these that we are recording. I am John Crowley, the Wandering Alchemist, who is GMing our Savage Worlds Agent of Farsight campaign. And today, I have uh, Aaron slash Red with me, who will be playing Charlie um, in our game. Uh, we've already played a couple sessions. Uh, it's tons of fun so far. Can't wait to share that with you. But this is a preview. Uh, we're going to do Charlie, and we'll do the other two characters as well. Just introductions to who they are, some of their background, to get you excited for the, the campaign once we get it rolling. <laughs> Indeed. Um, Aaron has something she's going to read for you, a uh, nice background that she wrote, um, because she's the most prepared of all our players. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then we'll talk about a couple other things that have to do with their character. Um, yeah. Alright, so hi everyone. Untamed Scribe here, also known as Red. Yes. <laughs> um, as he mentioned, I am playing Charlie, or as she's better known, Dr. Charlotte Chipman. That's a professional name. <laughs> um, she is a cartoon. She comes from the realm of absurdity. TV show. So, uh, think, uh... I mean, I'm gonna have to give a reference. So. Yeah, references are fun. Uh, Inspirations. I just as long as it's uh, that's just copyright thing. I don't know. The, no, as long as we don't like publish things under the same name as. Oh, okay. Things, All right. So. Yeah. So, in terms of my character, uh, just to give you a little bit of understanding before I read what I'm going to read, um, think. Uh, who Framed Roger Rabbit, the baby from from that. Uh, so, like, still a cartoon, but is, like, super old. <laughs> so Compared to the cartoon. Yeah. yeah, to the cartoon He's self. like an adult man and a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, similar to that, um, I look like I am uh, a young uh, teenager. Not, like, maybe, like, 12, 13, I think is what we determined. Mm -hmm. uh, but in reality, I'm in my 60s. <laughs> So, off-camera, I have an off-camera self. Off-camera is uh, 60s, so that is the voice you're going to hear, is uh, Grandma, as she is affectionately known now in the campaign. Paranoid Grandma. <laughs> sure. <laughs> For the show, just so that you do know, uh, parents-wise, uh, it's TV parents and TV siblings, but those are, in terms of my character, those are her family. Um, Julie and David Chipman, they're both alive. Those are her parents. They're both in medicine. Uh, for the show itself, think um, uh, Doogie Hauser. Cartoon Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Um, and I'm the youngest of three kids, uh, two TV siblings. They're both still alive as well. Matthew Chipman, he's an older brother. And then Andrea Chipman, she's my fraternal twin. She's an older sister by a few minutes. Only a few minutes. <laughs> minutes, people. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, so what I'm going to read to you is uh, the weird event that has led me to be recruited by Farsight and to bring me into the folds of the organization. So this is what happened to my character that led her to Farsight, ultimately. Okay. So this started one day during one of the filmings for an episode. There was some interference with the cameras and equipment. Happened throughout the studio, found that many of the other tunes had similar issues on set, but no one thought anything of it. About a week later, things became worse. A lot worse. A lot of the equipment shorted out and was destroyed. There were even some fires in some of the studios because of it. There were some injuries, but nothing us tunes couldn't bounce back from. 
Some of us were lucky enough to still have some older but functional equipment, so we got back to work. That was when tragedy came to Teheedville. I remember things were normal at first. I had just walked on set and delivered another amazing one-liner. Everyone was in stitches. When the roof of our studio was pulled off. Pulled off! There was screaming and running, tons of smoke and fire, and just chaos. I remember trying to run away and get off the set, but I was suddenly knocked down. I looked back, and I'm telling you, there was this giant creature looming over the open roof of our set. It towered over us. All I saw, all I could focus on, were my friends. I saw them struggling in its claws, these massive talons. Talons. I was in shock. It was awful. I remember thinking that I needed to get up and get out, but my legs felt like they were weighed down by 150-pound anvils, each. All of a sudden, there was this incredibly bright flash and this bang that was so loud, it had to be the biggest bang sign above I've ever seen. And the thing was gone, as were my friends. Soon, all the tunes were talking about a storm that had hit us from another network. A storm. Can you believe that? They said that the tunes that went missing would find their way back, as if they had just been transported to another show by accident. Mind you, that happened once back in the 60s, but that was not the same kind of trip. Anyways, anyone I tried to talk to about it said that I was just having trouble adjusting. My legs were never the same after what happened, and my hearing was a little off. I might be old, but us tunes are drawn how we're drawn, you know? We couldn't figure out why I wasn't healing like I normally do. I tried everything I could think of, and it just didn't work. Anyways, the show didn't think that I could handle things anymore after a while. The dynamic with my family was just different, too. They were there for me. We are always there for each other. But they thought I had become too zany for the show. Me. Too zany. Yeah, right. After that, I did a few commercials, and I made it onto a few other shows as a guest. But things weren't the same. I know what I saw, and I can't let it go. So, that's your crazy weird event. That is, yeah, that is Dr. Charlotte's uh, weird event, the letter to Farsight. Yeah. It's also a whole bunch of other information, too. Yeah. Like, you cover a lot of your background there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in terms of, so let's talk in terms of just your character's role at the table and, like, the stuff that you can do. Okay. Uh, so, my character... Uh, the way that I've created her in terms of the Savage Worlds um, mechanics is the healer of the group. Um, being from the realm of absurdity as a cartoon, there are definitely some perks to that um, in terms of and and some cons because of mm -hmm. the physicality because it's two dimensional. But she's in a three dimensional space. <laughs> but uh, the way that I've done her, as I mentioned, is a healer and um, as the paranoid grandma is how she's known. <laughs> I think of her as more like the, especially after recording a couple episodes now, I think of her more like the the one to be like, okay, kids, <laughs> like, we got a job to do. Focuser. <laughs> yeah, the, the focuser, group. yeah. And um, she uh, met uh, Aelin, uh Nicola's character, and Wilma, Aaron's character, which you will be introduced to uh, shortly, but she met them while um, being recruited. Uh, there was, um, a, you know, a debrief, basically. Um, everybody was put into a room. They all came in at once, and it was just a... Orientation. Orientation, yeah, is a good we way to put first, it, too. Uh, think kind of like this, the set of scenes from Men in Black, mm -hmm. except more people and more than one got accepted into the yeah, organization. Yeah, yeah. So um, we just happened to be uh, at a table together, and um, there was a 
um, mission right off the bat just to see how everybody would do kind of thing. Almost like the Men in Black kind of thing too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, that's, that's exactly how I picture it. And we it. ended up doing really well and working well together. So mm-hmm. from there, throughout uh, the training and, and all of that, we, we stuck together as a team and, mm-hmm. and we trust each other. Yeah. Um, and you have a good mix of skills. So yeah. And now, we have a good mix of skills. Now you're a team together. Yeah. Um, so we, um, you know, eager to start our missions and, and kick ass together. So that's what we do. What specifically do you bring to the team in terms of skills and or magical powers? Um, I specifically for skills, um, I wanted to make sure, especially for this type of campaign where we're doing more Cthulhu. Oh, and Sandy's spinal tap ain't got nothing on us. We're up at like 15, 16. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Knowing that, um, some of the specifics that I chose, um, character creation were um, healing and psychiatry, because I know that psychiatry will definitely come in handy, especially for this particular um, edition, I guess, of, of Savage Worlds that we're playing this time, this go-around. By edition, you mean my green binder of <laughs> alpha homebrew rules yeah. and setting information that's yeah. over 100 pages long now? Yeah, yeah. that. That, guys. Um, um, <clears throat> fair warning, in... Episode three or so, um, session two, I discover that I forgot to create a significant portion of rules. So, like, yeah, this, these are alpha rules. We yeah, are we yeah. are play testing. Yeah, yeah, it's good though. It's all good rules. stuff. But with this, uh, with this go around, with this campaign for Savage Worlds, we have nerve and sanity and hysteria and all of those things that can be affected. So definitely wanted to take uh, psychiatry um, and healing, and that means that hopefully mentally too, I can not just physically heal, but I can also mentally yep. help my party members. I also, because I am um, from the Toon universe, <laughs> uh, which been is ex- also homebrew, <laughs> been been exposed to a bunch of different things. And I have um, skills like driving and piloting. I also have access to riding and that kind of thing. I didn't take them, but I, I'm able to pilot and drive. Oh, I forgot slash didn't realize you took piloting and driving. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I have that too, just in case. <laughs> so, Actually, I'm glad we're doing these interviews because then I can I can insert some fun potential things that could happen yeah. that involve these skills. Yeah. Um. I also um. Sooner than later. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Because of my realm and my cartoon uh, background, Mm -hmm. um, I can heal um, and I get a plus to physical checks, like healing and and physical checks on me. Like if I get hurt, Mm -hmm. I get a plus two, which is awesome for those who aren't necessarily the healer but can do healing. Um, There's no golden hour for me on on heal checks, which is awesome. And because of who I am and what I've chosen for backgrounds and all that, I have a jack-of-all-trades, so I don't have any negative two to unskilled smarts uh, checks, which is awesome because there's a lot of stuff in the smarts column that you really wish that you could take, (laughs) but you don't necessarily have the points to do it. (laughs) So, super helpful. Hindrances for my character, um, when and if you take those, they can uh, buff you, but obviously hindrance is a hindrance, but they give you certain perks to your character. Listen to the character creation episode for, like, full details on all of these rules, and it's a very... If you haven't played Savage Worlds, the character creation episode will be coming out after these mini-sodes as a preview. You don't need to listen to it. If you listen to these to understand anything about the campaign, unless you really want to have an idea about the the rules that we're using, 
the rules of Savage Worlds and the homebrew rules. We right. But, um... Hindrances are fun role-playing. Yeah, and they're, and they're they're good for role-playing, and they're and they're good to take in general, because they, they buff can... your character. Yeah, they, they buff your character. So, um, <clears throat> some of my hindrances um, can be major or minor, but one of the things that I got right off the bat, because I'm a cartoon, is the two-dimensional. Um, so I'm less resilient to injury, so I get a minus one to my toughness right off the bat. Um, so that was something that kind of hindered my character a little bit more. But I'm okay with it, because I'm a cartoon, and I'm awesome. Um... <laughs> Because we did because of the way that I decided my character was going to be run, and the fact that she's older than she looks, I did choose elderly as a major <laughs> hindrance. But that gave me plus five skill points because I've been around the block, I've been around for a while, I know my shit. So that was super helpful in in adding more to um, some of my smarts abilities or my spirit abilities. Yep. It, it's definitely helpful, and I was super happy to take it. It's fine with me. And it makes a really funny character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also hard of hearing is a minor one that I chose. That's just a negative two to my hearing for notice checks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's under my smarts, though, so I don't have a negative two to unskilled. However, I do have to take the negative two to the hearing because it is yeah. my minor. Yeah. Um, Are you not skilled in notice? I am not. You didn't train in notice. No. Interesting. No, I did not because why would I do that? <laughs> I like it. And I chose as another minor, I chose a quirk. Um, and my quirk is that because I am technically a, a young girl on the show, um, I always carried around a stuffed hedgehog as my friend. And his name is Waffles. <laughs> and no, that's not actually a reference to the owl bear from the Waffle Crew. That is a pure coincidence. Yeah, I've never even listened to that. I'm the only one who watches the Waffle Crew, so. <laughs> but uh, he makes a noise. <laughs> and You'll hear that during the episode. Yes, and on occasion, uh, he, uh, if, if I'm scared or something, he might come out and I just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's a security blanket, but he's a minor quirk, so it could come into play where it's not the most useful time for me to do it that. It gives you up in stealth. That would exactly. be a great time to play up the hindrance as a mm-hmm. bad thing that happens and would definitely award you a Benny. Yeah, so that's one of the things that uh, that I have um, in terms of uh I should also mention while we're on uh, the mechanic side of things Mm -hmm. uh, before I ask you about the non-mechanic side of things. Uh, When you listen to the character creation episode, uh, there's a significant portion where I alpha rules people. I forgot that I actually made a cartoon race that was not limited to quote-unquote real-world race. Um, So we were treating her as a human. Um, So when you get to that episode and we're calling her a human... Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of racial features for a good half an hour, um, <laughs> ignore us because we correct it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, there is a cartoon race and she has a special type of cartoon magic. Um, but let's talk about what you, like, what you look like, what type of animation you are. We are, we know you're a young girl. <clears throat> yes. Um, but actually an old lady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're hu- you are human though, in terms of yes. what you're drawn as. You're drawn as a human. Yes. Um. Somewhere along the lines of character style, character cartoon style, uh, thinking more along the realms of, um, excuse me, of uh, Beetlejuice, the cartoon. Yes. 
And that's kind of where... So, like, an animated Tim Burton yeah. deal. Yeah. Which I really love, because just thinking back about Beetlejuice, it worked for Beetlejuice because it's Beetlejuice. Yeah. I'm really curious what your show would be like and what weird scenarios <laughs> you would get to as a Beetlejuice Doctor? cross Doogie Hauser. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's, that's uh, the cartoon style similar to that. Um... Has uh, long uh, black hair, I think I determined. And actually, here, hold on. Let me just double check that. Because okay. I'm pretty sure I made notes on it. It's just been a little bit. Um, yeah. Oh, no. No. So, yeah. Um, how I picture her, though, I guess, is the best sure. way to put it. Um, long uh, black hair, uh, braided um, has, uh, you know, a Tim Burton style. It's kind of thin looking mm -hmm. and, and lanky, I guess is a good ish. Lanky ish. Yeah. Lanky ish. Lanky ish. Lanky ish. Like, um, like Lydia Dietz, I guess. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like with the, like arms are yeah. thin, like just kind of thin. Yeah. Um, has bigger eyes than some other cartoons. <laughs> um, but uh, has four different, yeah, four, four different outfits, I think. Yeah, so they all started with um, appropriate gear given to them by Farsight to act in the field. Mm -hmm. uh, you have four different outfits, as yes. cartoons tend to have many, like a standard outfit, which yes. you have a lab coat yes. um, as your standard outfit, like nice Doctor's coat. Dark, doctor's coat and scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you also have, like, pajamas, yep. I believe. I've um, got uh, sleep clothes, which is my PJs. I've got um, dress clothes, so yep. a nice dress. Yep. And I have uh, casual clothes, so, like, jeans and a hoodie mm -hmm. and my sneakers, because I'm, yep. like, I'm a little kid. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So yeah. she can do the nice swirl animation and change real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that we gave her that was specific to the cartoon world was um, you have a shoulder bag. I do. Mm -hmm. um, as is appropriate for a teenager. Yeah, with a side <laughs> pocket. Um, but it's got a couple pockets, one of which I decided would uh, I'd allow her to have hammer space permanently in there. Yeah. Um, she can use hammer space as a power. Mm-hmm. But that's temporary. Mm -hmm. um, so I gave that to her. And currently it's filled with the other items she has. Like a first aid kit. And, and my like... umbrella. <laughs> um, yep. And then my clothes. It's also filled in there. And then in the side pocket I have my Farsight manual for actual yes. field Yes, they all work. have They all have Farsight manuals. Um, which they have physically as well. And these manuals contain um, a list of known entities yep. and their aliases mm -hmm. it has and it also has uh the same basic outline that's on the website yes um for the nine realms that are taking part currently in farsight and are known uh most to farsight uh there are other realms um which we will explore in future adventures yeah that everyone what me will learn about together. <laughs> and then um, we'll go on the website. Yeah. Um, so, as you mentioned, I have hammer space, and I do have an oversized maul if I get up and yes. things grill. Yes, you do have an oversized hammer. Yep. 
Um, other than that, though, I do have, and it's probably one of my favorite things, I have uh, Out of Nowhere as a power. <laughs> yes, that was, that was the other power that you took that is only available. Yeah. I guess you could come up with ways to other, for other archetypal power users to use mm -hmm. it, but only available to cartoons. And essentially it is the, the piano on the head, like very The suddenly, anvil, the like, safe. I have a rope. Oh, there's <laughs> yeah, um, and something drops out of the sky yeah. and breaks over their head. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I love it. It's probably it's one of my favorites. Cool. Yeah, um, I uh, do. Um, I am one of the slowest. Uh, part of the background that I just read to you, the weird event, uh, ties in with how I built my character. When I built my character, because I chose elderly, the other girls have a higher pace, which is basically your speed, mm. than I do. Um, my legs were injured in the a weird event, and that explains why I'm slower. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that I'm elderly in, in mm -hmm. terms of the cartoon world, they thought, because of that injury. It and, all weaves in. Yeah, it all weaves in. So um, I'm not the fastest. I'm not super slow, but I'm not the fastest. Right. Um, and I'm hard of hearing. <laughs> no fear. Eh? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I am... I am now known as Paranoid Grandma. <laughs> yes. um, and we won't spoil it, but um, part of the way things work is everyone has a different look depending on which realm they are in. Yes. Um, in their home realms and in, uh, and, um, in the city above mm -hmm. and without their keys, Yeah. Um, which you'll learn about. They look normal. They look like their original form. But when you have your key and you're in a different realm, you kind of take on aspects of that realm to, to fit in. Mm -hmm. uh, think of it as uh, if you watch Doctor Who, the chameleon circuit. Yeah. Um, it's part uh, changing your appearance to fit in a little better, part making sure people aren't noticing you automatically. Now, it doesn't help them not get noticed for being silly or doing crazy things <laughs> or acting insane. Or being ourselves. <laughs> it just means that they're not going to know she's a cartoon and she's not going to look two-dimensional to people. Um, so if you're curious about how that's going to work, that's how that's going to work. <laughs> um, and if you say to yourself, oh, that's silly... Well, wait until time when I decide to take their keys away. That's awful. Because <laughs> the key also helps link them to their home powers, because each realm has different types of magic, oh, essentially. I don't like that. <laughs> don't take my key away. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it away. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll even have to do that. You guys get yourself into plenty of trouble without it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are... Character's great. Everyone's character's great. I can't wait to keep playing this. Yeah. Um, it's so much fun. Everyone gets spooked. Yep. Right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Way faster than I thought. It's great. We're also learning right off the bat how unprepared we are. <laughs> can't, but that's the thing. You can't be prepared for the scenarios that Farsight will send you on. I clearly know that now, like, it's a solid fact. <laughs> Hard yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else we didn't talk about your character? Any other background information you want to give us? Um, goals for your character? Um, Why you joined Farsight? Accepted their invitation? I mean, 
it's kind of mentioned in my background that I uh, read, but um, I just, unlike some other uh, characters around me, the other tunes that saw what happened, you know, especially for seeing such a horror, um, you know, denial or... Full-blown uh, denial. Yeah, full-blown denial, and I, my character just can't let it go. I, I just need to uh-huh. do something about it. I need to understand. I'm also worried about my friends. I don't know if there's a way to ever see them again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't, uh, I just don't want to move on and forget about it. I, uh-huh. I need to, need to make sure that I can do everything I can to stop anybody else from going through the same thing, especially as a doctor. Okay. So, yeah. They're just healing and, and taking care of people, but, you know, I... Did you know that this Minnesota is going to come with a homework assignment? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good to know, though. <laughs> surprises for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, so then I want you to come up with um, the friends you lost. Oh, yeah, too and easy. who they were. Who they were to you. Okay. Uh, and why you care about them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just more stuff for me to help Oh, I know. For you to use against me later. <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of. Uh, so, yeah. That's it. All right. Um, and I think that covers you. Yeah. And uh, Charlie. Yeah, Dr. Charlie. Charlotte Chipman. Yeah, that's right. Some people call me Chip. Some people call me Charlie. Some people call me Paranoid Grandma. <laughs> or Paranoid Grandma. Paranoid Grandma is my favorite. But when I need to do it quick, it's Charlie. Because that's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Hey there, Wandering Alchemist here. You just listened to the very first episode of Agents of Farsight. This is the beginning of our three mini-sewed series introducing you to the characters of our game. Over the course of February, you will meet the newest members of an organization that travels the multiverse in an attempt to protect it from the darkest and strangest things lurking beyond space and time. Each of them come from a different realm, and each of them have had a brush with something Stygian. In surviving, they've been recruited to Farsight, and you, our audience, will get to join them on their first missions as new graduates of the organization's training program. Be sure to watch out next week to meet Nicholas Diva, the Seraphim sorcerer known as Aelin. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at agents underscore Farsight to keep up with episodes and news about the show. We'll see you then on Agents of Farsight.